There's no stronger wind blowing than the wind that blows tonight up the canyon from the desert. Hey, and you don't know wrong from right. Don't give a damn about your convictions or what did you endorse. You grab your abstractions that all blow you up from off course. Okay. Everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Kayak Nerds. And today I'm here with Alan and we are uh, shooting this episode with in the kayak shed, in Alan's kayak shed. So mm -hmm. um, if you want to check us out, we're on YouTube as well and you can watch this there so you can see our beautiful faces. Hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, and I'm Ryan. Ryan? Yeah. What's today's episode about? Good to be Alan? here. Um, well, again, welcome to my kayak shed. Yep. Uh, it is my favorite room in the house. Yep. So, here you go. Yep, it's beautiful. You really should go check it out on yep. YouTube. Yep. Um, anyway, yeah, I guess we're here uh, talking about intro to kayaking. I think we're going to start a little series for our, our podcast here um, about intro to kayaking and then we'll kind of dive into some of those um those topics that a lot of folks who are new to the sport new to the river want to know more about like hydrology we'll do down the road we're going to dive into uh, a little bit more detail about different types of kayaks different types of boats yeah. but i think today we wanted to talk about just some of those real fundamentals what are, what's the gear that we use what what are the boats that we use what are your options um, what things, is, things like that. What is whitewater? Like what is whitewater? With the very basics. We'll go over a couple lingo things. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to try and explain to you why we love kayaking so much and why you should do it. Hopefully that just comes through in our very demeanor and essence. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and if you saw the boat shed, you would understand how much we love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So uh, what is... Whitewater kayaking, then it's huh? you got two aspects to that problem. There, you got whitewater and you got kayaking, right? True, true. Um, so I'm, I wrote down a answer to that question that I totally made up, but it <laughs> seems like it works for me. And Perfect. so I said, it's the art of piloting a particular type of craft down a moving water river. Perfect. Whitewater kayaking. Yeah, that sums it up. I actually, uh, I actually went and got, I just Googled the definitions of whitewater and kayak. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, and the definition of whitewater, according to Google, is uh, fast, shallow stretches of water in a river, which uh, I think is pretty accurate. It's fairly accurate. Yeah, I yep. think when yep. you and I think of shallow, we might think of like a couple inches of water, but mm -hmm. I think this probably refers to faster moving, smaller rivers where the water is moving quickly more shallow than a lot of lakes right yeah or like the mississippi river or yeah. something yeah uh and then when i looked up kayak <laughs> a type of a canoe of a type used originally by the inuit made of a light frame with a watertight covering having a small opening in the top to sit in i like that i like how they put the frame in there because we're still using skin wrapped whalebone okay kayaks. i guess i guess that's not quite what kayaks are made out of anymore <laughs> but it i think the main point there is it's like it's a watercraft and the big thing that differentiates it from a canoe is the hole in the middle that's covered with a watertight seal mm -hmm. right 
Yeah, right. Because the 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 kayak is is decked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a built like a log or a sausage <laughs> with a hole that you're you're in. Yes. Um, where a canoe is more bathtub shaped and it's open yeah. at the top. Yeah. Um, and we can kind of dive into that a little bit more in terms of you know a canoe. You're you're actually sitting on a little pedestal seat. Yeah. With your legs kind of tucked underneath you with a one bladed paddle, mm. whereas a kayak, you're sitting. Um, with your legs out in front of you. Yeah. Imagine sitting on the ground kind of in a frog-like position, I like to call it, with your just kind of a comfortable position with your legs in front of you. Yeah. And you have a two-bladed paddle. Right. Instead of a one-bladed paddle. Uh-huh. So that's kind of your difference there. From canoe to kayak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't even think about that, but sitting in a, sitting in a kayak is very not intuitive to people. I'll be down at the play park and they'll be like, <laughs> Where are your legs? <laughs> where do you put your Where do you put your legs in that thing? Yeah, and yep. I, it, it can be confusing when you can't see the legs. It's true. Yeah, so it's, it's true. It's kind of just sat down on your butt with your legs out in front of you and your knees off to the side a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And you get it right, and it's really quite quite comfortable. It doesn't have to feel like a vice grip or anything of that nature. Oh yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a pair of shoes. Like it doesn't. Yeah. Just fits. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Well, I think we wanted maybe to, before we go down the road of kayaks too much, because mm-hmm. there are a bunch of different ones, Yes. Uh, let's just talk real quickly about what makes a whitewater environment. Sure. Right? Because you can't just think of Rocks. a kayak on its own. you got to think of it as its environment, too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what, what are some things for you that, that you think of that make your uh, whitewater river be a whitewater river? Um, H2O. Okay. White. Uh, the color white. Yep, sure. Uh, wow, actually, kind of literally. Yeah, water. <laughs> and when it's white, you're like, ooh, that's white water. That is white water. Yep. Did yep. I do it? You did a great job. <laughs> um, so I kind of break it into four uh, aspects. Yeah. Okay. So first off, you have the, if you're thinking of a river channel, right, mm-hmm. you have the gradient. And right. so that's kind of gravity too. So that's the water moving from a higher point to a lower point. Right. Okay. Yep. The slope. The slope. Mm-hmm. Um, then you're going to have the constriction of the channel. Yeah. So if you have a wide river, mm-hmm. and then if you constrict that river, yep. and it's the same amount of water and the same gradient, it's going to get faster and right. waves are going to appear. Right. So you're going to start to make white water. Which is why I assume, I've never seen the Mississippi River. But I assume that's why it doesn't have white water, because mm-hmm. it's just a big floodplain, so there's no reason it's getting narrower. True. And 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 there's not a lot of gradient. When you see rivers like that, they can be very high volume. Mm-hmm. They can they can actually be moving quite fast. True. And it's kind of terrifying how yeah. fast they can be moving. That's a good point. But there's no white water at all. Right. Because there's no constriction, there are no obstacles. And that brings me to my third point, which mm-hmm. would be obstacles. Yep. Um, and that's your rocks, trees, river bends, anything that's going to deflect or move that moving water. Mm-hmm. And that's going to toss it up and fold it over on itself. And yeah. that's, that makes your white water right oh, there. Yeah, it is. And then lastly, all those variables can change given how much volume you have, yeah. how much water is actually going through that system, right? Yeah. Um, so something might be quite placid if it's low water. You're just kind of bouncing over languidly, slowly over and around rocks. Yeah. And you put same environment, you just add a ton more water, and now you have a really fast-moving situation with a bunch of waves and a bunch of holes, and we'll kind of dive into that totally in a little bit. Yeah. 
So can you name those four for me? Okay, so you've got gradient, constriction, uh, obstacles, yep. and volume. Volume, flow. Flow, the amount of water. The amount of water. Perfect, right? cool. So, and you could use different words. You could use gravity yeah. and constriction and obstacles and, and yeah, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of what how whitewater is. Yeah. Kind of the environment of whitewater. Yep. Cool, I like it. Yep, so that was kind of nice to set the stage for where the kayak is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we have some types of kayaks as well. Yeah. So, let's see. I have... There, there's, there's a lot of different types of kayaks. There's a lot of different types of boats. Um, but kayaks specifically, you can kind of break them up into four... Not beginner categories, but four main categories. Sure. Four main types of kayaks. So you're going to have um, a creek boat kind of being on one, one end of the spectrum, and then maybe a play boat being on the other end of the spectrum of kayaks. Um, and I like to, I don't know how, this, how well this will translate to everybody, but as far as like mountain bikes go, mm -hmm. a, creek, a creek boat is like a downhill bike. So it's got, it's meant to go down the steepest stuff. It's meant to handle the hardest uh, obstacles. Mm -hmm. And a play boat is kind of like a BMX bike. And you have a whole bunch of boats in the spectrum between that. Mm -hmm. So um, let's start with the creek That's boat. a cool way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, how many creek boats do you have? <laughs> and <laughs> What do you use them for? Well, for those follow, for question. those of you following along on YouTube at home, <laughs> yeah. you can see behind me. Yes, I have a wall of kayaks. A plethora. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm one of those weird people that I see a seventy-five dollar boat and I'm like, ooh, it's classic. <laughs> I need to buy it. Yes. And now we have forty kayaks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it goes. Yes. Um, but yeah, basically, I've got a few because they all kind of feel different, right? Yep. It's kind of like skis or kind of like. I guess mountain bikes feel yeah. different, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and, uh, yeah, so the creek boat is going to have um, a lot of volume. And then when we say volume in a kayak, we're talking about the amount of, of airspace contained within the kayak. Yeah. And so a creek boat's going to have a lot of that air volume inside, and it's going to carry that, that volume all the way to the ends of the boat. So it's not going to be flat. It's right. going to carry the volume that air all the way to the ends. It's gonna look more like a log. It's gonna look more like a log, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it's gonna have what's called rocker. And so that's that's the amount, the rocker is how much the boat, if you were just to set it down on a flat, you know, concrete garage floor type surface, uh -huh. how much the ends of the boat curve up. So it's kind of like the smiley face of the, the yeah. Not, not the bow. What is the It's like if the you're hull. the profile. The if you're looking Yeah, exactly. If you're looking at it from the side, yeah. it's gonna so curve up with, like a yeah. But with a lot of rocker would be a really happy smiley face. <laughs> and a boat with just very little rocker would be like almost would be pretty like flat. a flat face. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so a creek boat, because you're designed to go over rocks mm -hmm. and down steep things. Yep. Um, it's gonna have more of that rocker. Yeah. Right? And that's gonna make it turn quickly. Yeah. And make it um, Pretty stable from right. a lot of different, a lot of different points, mm -hmm. right? So, continue. That's what I. Ah. That was my thought. So you have balanced turn rocker, and then what else about a creek boat is different than like uh, our next 
next boat, which will be our downriver or river mm -hmm. running boat. And it's got to do with the edges, right? Yep. So when we're talking about rocker, just to recap, that is from the the nose to the tail or from mm -hmm. the bow to the stern, yep. right? And that's what that, that rocker shape, kind of like a, think of a banana, yeah. mm -hmm. right? Um, the, uh, the other aspect, the other axis, is if you're looking down the length of the boat. Right. And as opposed to the side. So yes. if you're looking down the length of the boat, you're going to see how the, the hull, the bottom of the boat that would be sitting on the floor or sitting in the water, yep. um, how, how that is shaped. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be rockered bow to stern. Yep. But from side to side, you're going to have options. From side to side, it's either going to have sharp edges mm -hmm. or it's going to have a continuous kind of round profile to it. Right. And creek boats are typically going to have much more, typically, and there are variations here, but typically they're going to have much more of that round, that round profile. Right. So that would, that would be called a soft edge yeah. or a displacement hull mm -hmm. type. And uh, the nice thing about those for uh, a creek boat is because creek boats are generally made to hit rocks and yes. go over ledges yep. and go over rocks and things. And so those round edges, um, they, they will feel softer. They will feel smoother. They right. won't feel like they're tripping you up and trying to flip you over. They slide much better they on rocks. They slide much better over rocks, yes. exactly. Which is kind of the same as the rocker. So yep. creek boats are just big beach balls in a way. In a way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so I want to move on. Do you feel that kind of covers creek boats? It does. And just, just to kind of say again, that this is all very basic. Yes. And, and this is just very basic concepts. Um, but if you've never heard these things talked about before, I hope that it will give you a um, kind of an, an idea, just some fundamentals to, to build upon. Yeah. Um, but of course... You're going to find creek boats with harder edges and some with softer edges. So there's right. a whole gamut out there, but this is the general idea. So let me ask you a question really quick before we move on. Mm -hmm. How many different brands make whitewater kayaks? Oh, jeez. Let's guess 50? Roughly? That might be a little high. Okay. So there's a large number of brands, somewhere mm -hmm. in the like 30, 40 number of brands that make whitewater kayaks. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I would say in the 20s. Okay, in the 20s. That make like real, actual, yep. made for whitewater. Yep. Yeah. And they each probably make a creek boat. Mm -hmm. So there's At a least one. wide variety. And they've probably been making creek boats for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Average. Yep. So, and they put out a new one maybe every three years. So there is a lot of creek boats out there, is mm -hmm. my point. Yep. Uh, and while they all fit in that general category, they're all going to feel a lot different. Yep. Very much so. uh, and that's true of all the other boats that we're going to discuss as well, yep. pretty much. Um, great. So does it make sense to move on to uh, downriver? Sure. River running boats? Sure. Yeah. What, how are they different from a creek boat? Okay. So the next category is going to be called a, a river runner or a, a downriver boat. Mm -hmm. um, they're all playing in the same environment, Yep. basically. Yeah. Um, but a, a river runner versus a creek boat is usually going to have um, harder edges. Yep. Um, it might have a lot of rocker, mm -hmm. but it might have a little less than some creek boats. Yep. 
Um, and this is kind of a hard question to answer right now because yeah. in the modern world of kayaks and whitewater, those two categories are getting very they fuzzy blend and together. very blending, yep. blended together right now. Mm -hmm. um, but typically, I think the big thing that sets it apart is your downriver boat is going to have a little bit more edge to it. Right. Uh, that's usually for me what I what I think about as as the big difference. Is it going to have less volume than a creek boat, or is it going to be about the same? Nowadays, hard to tell. It's hard to tell. They're yep. kind of about the same. Yep. Um, sometimes your creek your your downriver boat will have less rocker overall, mm -hmm. uh, or a different type of rocker profile, uh, and that's just going to allow it to be a little bit faster. Right. Typically. Yeah. Um, but again, predicating all of that by saying is in the modern world of, of whitewater, those two categories are getting very fuzzy yeah. with respect to each other. So I think that pretty much covers those two categories. Mm -hmm. Roughly, you, got, you didn't have an idea what a kayak was, now you do. Mm -hmm. um, I just want to throw out there before we move on to our next few categories that those are probably both good ideas for beginner boats, mm -hmm. right? I think so. Yeah. Yep. Because, Can I tell you why? Yeah. Why? Okay. <laughs> um, so I was thinking about this, and I, I was I asked myself, what makes a good, what makes a good intro to whitewater kayak? What yeah. makes a good beginner boat? Um, and you want it to be stable. Mm -hmm. You want it to be predictable. Yep. Right. Uh, you want it to be easy to get to physically get in and out of. Yeah. So you want your you want to be able to get it in, to get in it quickly and to get out of it quickly right. if you need to. Right. Uh, and you want it to be comfortable and adjustable, mm -hmm. right? Um, because it's like think of a shoe or a, a ski boot. It's not going to perform well right. if it's not fitted well to you yep. and you can't adjust it to your own body. Yeah. And there were some kayaks made earlier in the era of kayaking that mm -hmm. were not a, not very adjustable and it was more like a wooden clog <laughs> right <than> a <laughs> right or like back in the 90s when i got into it yeah. the, the outfitting wasn't terribly adjustable and right i spent hours and hours and hours carving foam and gluing yep. foam in and i lost a lot of brain cells with all the glue <laughs> that i was putting in yeah into boats to you know pat it out with the perfect foam here and there right and but now modern day kayaks are Amazing, because yeah. you can adjust all of the points of contact. Yeah, um, which, which is much preferable for a beginner. Exactly, exactly. So you want that to be easy. Yep. You want that adjustment to be easy and straightforward. You wanted to get it to fit. Yep. Um, and yeah, just to kind of recap, you want all that to be stable and, and predictable, and you want it to be easy in and out mm -hmm. and, and adjustable. And I think if you kind of find something that fits all those bullet points. Yep. That's a great intro boat. Yep. Because it's not going to you're not going to feel like the boat is fighting you mm -hmm. while you're learning yeah, how to a lot easier. while you're learning how to use it and how to work with the river. Right. Yeah, so and just to say again, that's for creek boats and downriver boats would both be a good option if you found all those other categories. Mhm. Mm mm -hmm. uh, and then we wanted to talk about a couple other boats. Um, mm -hmm. Just to kind of put them on your radar because they're fairly common these days and something you might want to know about. Um, but the Half Slice is mm -hmm. the next boat on my list. And I think between us, that's probably the boat we, eh, maybe not. I was going to say it's the boat we have the most of, but that might not be true. No, I, I'm probably more on the creek boat side yeah, you or are. the downriver yeah. side. 
Uh, and I guess I am, no, actually, I'm not. Anyway, uh, half-slice boats mm -hmm. are kind of like creek boats and downriver boats, except mm -hmm. for the tail or the stern of the boat is squeezed. Squeezed. It's like somebody drove a car over I it. was just thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you take your downriver boat. Uh-huh. That's still, again, like a creek boat, has yep. kind of fairly even volume distribution. Yeah, looks kind of like a log or yeah. banana. Yeah, and then take the stern, yep. everything from the cockpit where you sit in the boat back, yep. and squish all the air out of it. Yep, and drive your car over it. Yeah. <laughs> don't actually do Don't that. actually do this. They're made this way. <laughs> yeah, they're made that way. You uh, buy them like that. But we do that, or those boats are made, I, sh I should say. Yes. Um, because they're a heck of a lot of fun. Yes. You can use that low volume stern in the water in ways that kind of give the boating experience a whole nother dimension, uh -huh. right? You can, instead of just driving from your boat on the water from in a direction from point A to point B or through a wave or something, now you can engage that stern and actually get the nose of the boat up yep. out of the water and yep. you can do different tricks. It can it can allow you to turn the boat mm -hmm. in a different way, Yeah, um, which is called a pivot turn. And yeah. that comes from uh, slalom boating, yeah. where you turn on a dime. Yeah, which is really fun. Which is really cool. Which so, is really fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, and if you're if you get the right eddy line or the right spot, or you can mm -hmm. use that that uh, squished tail to sink the stern into the water and actually stand straight up on end, so you're looking at your bow and the sky. Yep, and it's great. Yeah, it's super fun. I initially did not understand, <laughs> and now I'm obsessed with it. There you go. Um, but beyond that, also the uh, I just kind of wanted to ask why they weren't as why we weren't throwing them in our recommendations for beginner boats and it's not that we aren't but like yeah i mean it wasn't the top of our list right and again any of these could be used as a as a anyone can learn in anything yes you know i just think that um the more tricks the boat is trying to throw at you yep the more difficult and challenging that initial uptake's gonna be. Yes, right. I agree. Um, not everybody would, would agree with me on that. Some people are like, throw them in the hard boat and they're gonna get all the, you know, but uh, for most people, yep. they don't learn that way. Yes. Most people want something predictable. Yep, I agree. Um, so I, I, I tend to steer clear of putting brand new kayakers in half-slice boats mm -hmm. because with that low volume stern, it can get, it's designed to be used in such a way that you can catch the water with it. Yeah. And so that can happen when you don't want it to. It's almost like having a third paddle that you're not in control of. In a way. Kind of. And I would say you're, you're in control of it, but you're, yes. it's, it, it can easily be caught by the water. Yes. Sometimes and it catches your paddle blade or your, the best stern of your boat without you Exactly. Understanding how that happens. Exactly. Yeah. And and when you're at a certain level of proficiency, you use that to your advantage. Right. And it makes it fast and fun. Yep. But until you're at that that point, I think it's a it's it's the boat maybe giving you too much input. Yes. <laughs> at definitely. One, at one time. Definitely. Um, and uh, yeah, that would that would be my why on that. Perfect. Yeah. So that's. I'm sure there's, there's plenty more we can dive into on all these mm -hmm. topics, but I think that pretty much mm -hmm. is a general summary of uh, 
We should hit playboats real quick. Yeah, yeah. I was um, going to go to them. Oh, sorry. No worries. Yeah. That's a general summary of half slices. Oh. And then there is one left, one category left in our summary of boats that we'd like to talk about, and those are... Playboats. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so playboats is imagine the small, usually it's a, more of a symmetrical boat again, but imagine the smallest boat that you could get in. Instead of a log. Instead of a long log. It's a potato. It's a little spud. Yes. Yep. Um, <laughs> and modern playboats are really designed to not be any, really any larger than, you know, if you're sitting on the ground with your legs out in front of you. If you, can, if you can cup around your toes with your hands, that's pretty much the end of the boat. Yep. Um, and they're designed to use features called holes or hydraulics or other type of river features that, that uh, where the water is doing interesting things. Yep. Um, and they're designed to allow you to do all these fancy little acrobatic type tricks. Yeah. Um, and they're super fun because you can, a lot of those features are um, in parks, uh, mm -hmm. maybe near towns and cities that you can, um, you can just walk right up to and put your playboat in and have an awesome session that is uh, great training for being on the river. It's a super... Uh, you know, it's a good workout. It's it's a ton of fun. Um, you can do whatever you want, and it's just you can throw all these little tricks and do all this stuff in this little playboat that's designed to be thrown around that way. Yeah. And it makes kayaking very three dimensional because instead of just, um, you know, carving one way and the other and 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 being on the water, you actually can do things where you you flip and do like somersaults yeah. with the boat or do all these spins on waves and things. And yeah. It's all super fun. And you went straight to the flips, but the very first trick you might learn is how to surf. Yeah. And yeah. that is one of the most enjoyable feelings yeah. of kayaking. Yeah. And, and it's something that you can learn as a beginner in any boat and transfer to a play boat yeah. or vice versa. It's just, yeah, yeah. They're, they're very versatile and super fun. Yeah. And, and when we're talking about surfing, we're talking about really imagine Ocean surfing, mm -hmm. only the wave isn't moving, the water is moving through the wave. Yes. Because it's on a river, and instead of you're on a surfboard, you're in your kayak, surfing that wave. It took me a very long time to understand that. There like, you go. I couldn't figure it out, and it wasn't until I got in the ocean and was like getting pushed by the wave, I was like, oh, this the is wave how it is works moving. in the river. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's kind of um, our recap of. Boats. So we have creek boats, downriver, half slice, and playboats. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, there is a myriad whole of universe other, of other kayaks. Um, I'm just going to say a couple of names. I don't know if I'm going to say anything about them, but like slalom boats, uh, wild water boats, mm -hmm. uh, uh, squirt boats. There's just, just full slice boats. There's so many other kayaks out yeah. there. It's a creek super race boats. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a super fun realm of of kayaking and I hope that kind of gets you the basics. For sure, for sure. Hey everybody, Ryan from the editing desk here. Thanks for listening to the Kayak Nerds this week. We hope you liked the episode and we'll be back with another episode shortly on the gear that you need to go whitewater kayaking. So thanks again for listening to us and we'll see you in the next episode. And it's an Smell like a